What's going on, everybody? It is Two Beards Talking. I am Daniel Sanders, and who are you today? Uh, today, I'm going to be Sonny Koufax. Sonny Koufax? Yeah. Not Kaiser Sose? No, just Sonny Koufax. But 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 I want to say who is Kaiser Sose. I don't care. I'm, I'm sticking. I, I said what I said. <laughs> A.K.A. Matt Lasseter. A.K.A. Matt Lasseter. There he is. So like we always do at the start of every show here at Two Beards Talking, we want to give a big shout out to the troops, to the men and women serving overseas and on the home front. We appreciate everything y'all are doing for us. Keep up the good work. Come home safe. We're all rooting for you here back home. <gasps> he did that in one breath, people. Yes, I did. <laughs> Kind of hurt. <laughs> you should quit smoking. I should. Make it a lot easier. It probably would. Then again, it may not. Who knows? It may make things worse. I don't know. I mean, I've been doing it long enough. If I was to quit smoking, my body might just look at me and go, hey, man, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute. There's supposed to be another substance here. I can't put my finger on it. It's it's right on the tip of my tongue. Uh, and then, you're, then you just fucking have an aneurysm and die. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Rest in peace, Grant Amhara. Oh, that made me sad. <laughs> <laughs> you said it. <laughs> Instant sad. You said it. <laughs> Dude, I love Myth- Mythbusters. Mythbusters? White Rabbit Project. Did you ever watch that? Nope. Dude, that was a pretty cool show. There's a whole ass microphone right there. You cannot stick your cigarette in the microphone. I'm drilling a hole in this fucking pop filter so I can just get it in there. Now, yeah, I never watched uh, that because uh, I like the Mythbusters way they had it set up. I just like that thing. I mean, it was it was very reminiscent of Mythbusters the way they did things. Um, they just they just did a lot more cooler shit than what they did on Mythbusters. I just I got I got used. To, I mean, I'm eventually probably gonna watch it. I'm sure it's still on Netflix. Oh, it is. Yeah. Well, there you go. Um, but basically, the premise, the way they do things, is you know they had they have a theme for every episode. Like one episode was um, uh, like prison breaks, and they look at four, five, or six different uh, examples of prison breaks, and then they rate them on uh, the degree of difficulty. Uh, how long the individual was on the run, and so on and so forth. Interesting. It's pretty cool. Like, the very first episode, they're testing superhero powers. Yeah, which you wouldn't want most of them. Yeah, so, you know, they're they're rating it on the ability of, you know, uh, like uh, how useful is the power or something to that effect, um, and, like, how easily obtainable is it to get this power and by superhero powers you know they're not talking about like uh you know superman with his x-ray vision or something like that like one one of the things they did tori uh tori Belici went and uh they they were basically using a uh a, a tesla coil uh for a power generator he's wearing this full chainmail suit from head to toe and he has basically a lightning rod in his hand. And he's actually able to direct the energy bolts through this lightning rod to destroy targets. Yeah, that'd be pretty fun. Um, of course, you know, it's only like, you know, a few hundred thousand dollars to be able to have one of these things to be able to set it up. Oh, that's, that's all? Yeah. Shit, yeah. I, I got that in my couch cushions, man. Yeah, man. I mean, fucking pocket change. Yeah, right? That's why we do free radio. Exactly. <laughs> because we don't need the money. We really do. <laughs> We're so broke. <laughs> Please help us. 
for only seven cents a day. <laughs> for only 99 cents a month. <laughs> you could sponsor two beards trying to buy some beer. <laughs> oh, man. But, you know, they, they Dude, talk- we, that's what we need to do. We need to fucking do a goddamn commercial. We need to get Susan Sarandon on no, this. No, fuck that. We need Sarah McLaughlin singing, Sarah in, the back- McLaughlin. <laughs> singing in the background. <laughs> Something about some goddamn angels. That's all I know. No, we got to get Susan Sarandon, man. She does all those fucking bleeding heart adopt an African child commercials during the holidays. Okay, she can narrate while we play Sarah McLaughlin in the background. Okay, I'm, I'm down. That's like a dual prong assault. You can't not give us money then. Does it have to be Sarah McLaughlin? Well, we got to. I'm okay with Celine Dion. I mean, you, we, could, we could go all out and just play like some Sade or something. No, no, no. We're gonna we're gonna fucking we're gonna get Celine Dion and she's gonna do the song she did for Deadpool. Which one did she do for Deadpool? The opening credits in Deadpool Two. Oh that, yeah, that's yeah, fucking yeah, Celine yeah, Dion. yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. But she's got to do the, that's got to be that exact song. And I will put on the fucking high heels and dance around in the fucking Deadpool suit. I would pay a hundred dollars to see that. I'm already making money. This is working out great for me. So for our listeners out there, if you would like to see Matt dance around in a Deadpool suit wearing high heels, well, Jimmy Choo's? Uh, Louis Vuitton's? I can't afford that shit. You know anybody that wears a size 15 Louis Vuitton high heel? <laughs> <laughs> I'm on, I'm, we need a huge bitch. <laughs> this girl will have to be 6'5 without the heels. I'm telling you. I still don't think she'd have a men's size 15 shoe. <laughs> I got a big fucking foot, man. <laughs> and you know what they say about guys with big feet? They wear some big ass socks. They do. <laughs> Their socks cost more. <laughs> <coughs> Fuck yeah, they do. It's goddamn expensive to have big feet. I mean, you got more fucking material. I've thought about cutting off my toes and dropping a size or two. I haven't seen your toes, but I mean, you know, a size and a half at least. Yeah, but you gotta be. You know, you might go from a 15 to a 13 and a half. Yeah, that's doable. I mean, I ain't going to have any balance, but <laughs> totally doable. You're going to be fucked trying to walk on ice. Yeah. You got to grip with your toes, man. That's true. I learned that from John Candy. Yeah, he taught me that. He did. And he also taught that to the Jamaican bobsled team. I don't think he really taught that to them. I think he did. He taught it to the people pretending to be them. No, no, it was it was the real Jamaican bobsled team. It was Yul Brenner. And uh, and Sanka, uh, well, and, Sanka and looked, Sanka looked a lot like Dougie Doug. I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> just gonna say right now, they bear a striking resemblance. I mean, you know, they might be twins. You never yeah, know. Well, no, according to Joe Biden, they think alike and look alike. Apparently. Oh, and there it is. Ow. Segway. <laughs> Yeah, I was I was trying to figure out how we were going to set that one up, and then I was like, well, it just kind of fucking worked. It really did. So thank you, Jamaican Bobsled Team. So for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, we're going to play this audio clip right here, and then we're going to analyze this. No, no. Are, are you going to re-engage with Cuba, though? I mean, I'm, I'm specifically wondering about, you know, the Florida yes. communities that are, in, in, you know, yes. incredibly interested in, in the Cuba issue um, and see yes. uh, status given to Venezuelans while Cubans are being deported. The answer so are, is yes, I'm going to engage. Yes. Yes. And by the way, what you all know, but most people don't know, 
Unlike the African-American community, with notable exceptions, the Latino community is an incredibly diverse community with incredibly different attitudes about different things. I can't help but wonder if... Um, Joe Biden was having an orgasm? It's, that's what it sounded I mean, yes. 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 Poor dumb bastard. Poor, poor, poor old man. I won't do now, will it? No, no, that won't do one bit at all. <laughs> like, Joe, Joe, I know you're not going to listen to this. More than likely, you're not going to hear this. But I'm going to ask this question anyways. Do you think it would be a good idea to, you know, I, I realize you're doing this uh, social distancing interview thing. Don't you think maybe it would be a good idea to have someone behind the camera, kind of like, you know, a, a quick response teleprompter, like listening to the question for you and then writing down your response for you? Because you should not talk of your own free will. You do not have the the cognizant ability to answer these questions in a, help me out here, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> like it could be a multitude of words like like you just you you just stop just stop please please i'm not saying that you know i i, I want to see you succeed but i want to see you do better at least i mean come on you're making this way too easy I, i'm not going to be able to watch the debates you know, they're going to ask some question about the economy, which Trump is going to be able to answer. And then they're going to they're going to come to you for a rebuttal and you're going to start talking about how your grandkids like playing with the hair on your legs. Which is the thing he said, but I don't think he was talking about his grandkids. He was talking about other kids, I do believe. Uh, God, I hope <laughs> to God he was talking about his grandkids. Which is way worse if you think about it. <laughs> I mean... Have you seen the video for I Sniffed a Girl? Yes, yes, I have. <laughs> yeah, I heard that uh, Biden is so close to picking a VP, he can smell her. <laughs> oh, my God. That was a good one. I hadn't heard that yet. Uh, thank you, Babylon B. <laughs> oh, they're good for something over there at the Babylon. They're good for a lot. <laughs> Holy shit, I love those guys. <laughs> They're almost as good as the Duffel Blog. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, you know, the Duffel Blog is all satire related around military humor, for those of you who don't know. Yeah, it's, it's, a, good, it's a good one. But, I mean, Joe. Joe. I mean, I'm not going to vote for you, but Joe. You know, um, part of me wants him to get elected president. Just to watch the fucking world burn. Oh, God. That would. I mean, I don't want to see him as president, but at the same, you know, just like you at the same time, that would be pretty fucking entertaining. I mean, okay. People have been giving Trump shit because he's brazen and he doesn't sound like a president and he pretty much just runs off at the fucking mouth. <coughs> now, give him fucking cognitive decline and put him in the same job <laughs> and then that oh my god like here's Trump is simultaneously the most honest and dishonest president we've had <laughs> he's honestly dishonest like okay 
or ca- dishonestly honest. Case in point, I can't remember when this happened, but he was literally walking away from an interview to get on a chopper. And they said something to the effect of, what's what's going on with this, uh, it was like some kind of like arms deal with some country. Yes. And he turns around and he's like, oh, it's a great arms deal. Yes. It's going to be huge. Yes. And like, I was like, it's one of those things where you hear him talk, like he just admitted to an arms deal with another country and, we're, and like half the people are like, huh? Did he just, what? He just said that? And all the people that stood to benefit from it were like, uh, you just blew that up. Well, I don't know. I mean, it could be one of those things like, did you, did you ever see the movie Clear and Present Danger? Uh, yes. Okay, so you remember the scene where Harrison Ford is briefing the president because uh, a lifelong friend of the president was uh, found murdered in a uh, drug raid kind of thing, like... Uh, he, he, he was involved in some sort of drug scandal. He was a lifelong friend of the president. And, you know, everybody else in the room is advising the president, you know, just kind of dodge the question, dodge the question, so on and so forth. And Harrison Ford is like, well, no, I think we should, uh, I think we should address it. Let him ask the question. And, you know, they say, you know, if they ask, you know, were you friends? Say, no, we were great friends. If they ask, you know, were you great friends? Say, no, we were lifelong friends. You know, don't don't really leave them anywhere to, to turn to or to follow up with another question after that. Yeah. I wonder if that was kind of the situation, you know, you know Mr. Trump, what about this arms deal? Oh, yeah, it's going to be a great arms deal. Well, huh? <laughs> yeah, there's no follow-up to that. There's literally no follow-up. It was just like when he did that interview with this uh, other kid. Dude, he's, he said something to him to the effect of, he's like, you ask, uh, you you wish Ghislaine Maxwell well. Why would you do that? And he goes, well, I wish everybody well. And I'd like to point out, her boyfriend died in prison, and we don't know how. Oh, we know how. <laughs> I, well, here's the thing. I don't think Trump knows how. <laughs> well, I don't think Trump had any involvement. That's what I'm saying. Like, like people were calling that before it happened. They were like, it's going to be a shame when Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself tomorrow. Exactly. And then it happened. And we were like, oh, shit, a meme came true. Oh, damn it. (laughs) And now she's in jail. And he's like, I wish her well because she probably isn't going to survive. Well, I mean, there was that. There was The funny thing about it is the day after she went to jail, man, you know, she tested positive for the Rona. Yeah, it's a bad time. But, you know, back to the Biden thing. Um, I Have you ever met a black conservative? I have. Have you ever met a black Democrat? Yes. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, have you ever met a black man that liked country music? Yes. Okay. Have you ever met a black man that liked uh, metal? Yes. Okay. I used to know, a, a, well, I still know him, but I used to hang out a lot with a black guy that was in a pop punk band. Yeah. Pretty diverse group of people, I'd say. I would say so. Uh, um. Yeah, I would say as diverse, if not more diverse than uh, white people. So, you know, Biden said, uh, unlike the African-American community, with notable exceptions... The Latino community is is a very diverse, very diverse group. I want to know who these notable exceptions are within the African-American community. 
that it's the rich guys. It could be. Or people. People, yeah. Because, you know, Oprah's a witch. Or, 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 <laughs> I said witch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she is. <laughs> yeah, she is that. And a bitch. But she's also rich. Very fucking rich. <laughs> is she one of the, the diverse ones? Are you trying to say that most black people are poor, so the notable exceptions would be the rich ones? Is that what you're getting at? Well, I mean, he, he could be, t- you know, he could be talking about uh, the same group of people that don't know if they're black because, or no, they're not black because they don't know if they're voting for him or Trump. No, they're just not that black. He's, no, he didn't say that black. He said if you don't know if you're not if you don't know if you're voting for me or Trump, you then ain't you that black. no. Then he said you ain't black. Yeah, I think he said you ain't that. black. No, he said you ain't black. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. But besides, so or is he or would was he talking about the uh, the overwhelming majority of black people that can't play basketball as good as LeBron James or Michael Jordan? Like, would they be the standouts? Like what? What is your what is your metric for diversity in a group of people? Well, I want, I still want the answer to who these notable exceptions are within the African American community that it, it exemplifies uh, the example of diversity within the African American community. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I need I need I need receipts, Joe. Like, where, where's your fucking sources, man? Yeah, I need the sauce. Come the, on, bring all the Alfredo sauce. Absolutely. But yeah, I want to know what his metric for diversity is. Like, he's obviously not saying that white people aren't diverse. I mean, so what? What's your metric? So if you look at uh, white people, because you know we're white people, so we can we can speculate and make conjecture about our own race. And but you know, I I actually prefer the term Appalachian American. Uh, I was gonna go with uh, uh, saltine American because I'm a cracker, cracker ass cracker. <laughs> but uh, no, so you know we're a white people. Um, yeah, I said what I said. A white people. Yeah, we're a white people. Um, the diversity, let's see, spans the spectrum of there are very non-racist white people. There are some racist white people. There are. Very yes. smart white people. There are a lot of dumb fucking white people. I'm looking yep. at you, progressives. And methods. Yeah, but they're probably progressives. Yeah, probably. Fucking welfare. But uh, so, you know, you got smart ones, you got dumb ones. Um, you've got, uh, you've got the, the, I mean, there's so many metrics that you can use to decide what diversity is. Or I know that there are very intelligent African-Americans, I've seen them. It's not, yeah. a, they're not fucking unicorns. Fucking Candace Owens is brilliant. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Fucking brilliant. Dr. Ben Carson, fucking brilliant motherfucker. And even though she's a rich bitch witch, Oprah is still a brilliant individual. Yeah, she's very smart. Uh, Barack Obama is super fucking intelligent. Eh. I didn't say I wouldn't he made, say super. I didn't say he made good fucking decisions. I just said he was smart. Okay. You okay. Can yeah. Be smart yeah. and do dumb shit. I've yeah, seen you do it. You're right. There is there is a difference between book smarts and street smarts. You're right. So I mean, it's not like there's they're fucking unicorns. Like oh, we must study it. The rare smart black person. No, they're fucking. They're. I would say that they are just as well represented in academia 
and every other place as white people. And Latinos. And Latinos. And Asians. Uh, there's a lot more fucking smart Asians. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't allowed to be dumb and be an Asian. That is not allowed. Mama beat that ass. <laughs> you data <that> yet? <laughs> oh, Joe Coy. Oh, man. But yeah, 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 yeah. I still, I, you know, d- diversity aside, I still want to know who these notable exceptions are. Yeah, it's, it's, I'm, I'm curious about that. He would just have some cookie cutter response, I guarantee. Is, you. is Kanye one of his notable exceptions? Well, crazy would be a metric for, well, de- yeah. for deciding diversity. You know, you got crazy motherfuckers and not crazy motherfuckers. Can we use the Samuel L. Jackson <laughs> scale for diversity? Like, depending upon what inflection he puts on the word motherfucker? Exactly. Like, motherfucker? <laughs> motherfucker? <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah, you gotta get... The, I, I, I like the approving motherfucker. Motherfucker. <laughs> I don't like the disappointed one when I'm at McDonald's. Motherfucker. <laughs> when I'm at McDonald's getting that fucking fatty meal, and he's like, motherfucker. I'm sorry, Sam. Motherfucker! That's the excited one. I, I could also be angry. Yeah, it's really hard to tell with that one because it's an exclamation point on both of them. There, there is, but the approving motherfucker, motherfucker, that's the best motherfucker to hear. How many times did we just say motherfucker? A lot. <laughs> We're gonna give ICP a run for their money. <laughs> but they just said fuck. It wasn't motherfucker. Oh, you're right. Oh Jesus, Joe, 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 just stop, Joe. Yeah, he won't stop. Just stop, Joe. We got debates coming up. <laughs> Please don't stop, Joe. <laughs> I mean, no, no. R- really, like I was saying, I want to be able to watch the debate and be entertained. I don't want to sit down and watch the debate and be concerned that Joe is going to have a fucking stroke on stage. No, I'm eating a whole ass ball of popcorn, <laughs> and I'm just going to love every fucking minute of this debate. It's going to be like, I want to say like watching Mike Tyson box a four-year-old, but even that wouldn't be as monumental as a, of an ass-kicking because at least the four-year-old hit him in the nuts once or twice. You know, I wonder, I wonder if his campaign handler, his campaign manager, watches these interviews as they're happening, at, you know, like, like, a, like a Fortune 500 company watching their stocks. Like, come on, come on, keep rising. Keep, oh, God damn it, there's a 20-point dip right there. Son of a bitch. Yeah, it's, it's not good. Like, <laughs> every time he opens his mouth, he loses votes. <laughs> it's, it's bad. I mean, good if you're a conservative and a Republican. Like, great for you. But if you're a Democrat, you're just like, oh, God damn it. <laughs> Son of a bitch. There goes the black vote. <laughs> Stick your hand up his ass and work his mouth like a puppet. Somebody fucking needs to. <laughs> Motherfucker. Like, someone needs to get very hands-on with this guy and be like, look, <laughs> these are the words you're allowed to say. The rest of the dictionary? Nope. You don't get it. <laughs> Can't have it. You are one word answers. Yes, no, maybe. That's it. That's all you get. <laughs> uh, the debates will be interesting. I'm, I'm definitely... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, you know what? I'm, I'm going to have to record the debates. Oh, we're going to clip the shit out of those. Oh, we're going to clip the shit out of it, and I want to be able to pull it up on fucking slow-mo instant replay ESPN Sports Center style. Yeah, you can, <laughs> and here in this clip, you can see the light fading from his eyes as he realizes, I'm fucked. <laughs> but at the same time, 
you know, I'm kind of worried. Another reason I'm worried about Joe being in that condition on stage during a debate, a debate, <laughs> during a bait. <laughs> no, the, the great masturbate. <laughs> is Trump, I'm worried Trump is going to, you know, he's going to kind of come off the leash and just have fun with it. No, no. See, Trump has good handlers. <laughs> Granted, I'm worried the leash is going to break. Trump has good handlers. Now, here's the problem with Trump's handlers. They don't have access to his social media. If they had access to his social media, all these Twitter things he's doing wouldn't be happening. But in the public eye, for the most part, he sticks to the script. So anything he's done, they were like, yeah, go ahead and do it. it, it it'll probably play okay. They're not going to let him go out there and verbally attack a man whose brain is fucking potatoes. Uh, like I said, if the leash breaks, he's still gonna win. He's still gonna win. And he's just gonna look like a piece <laughs> of shit doing it. You, you know, like the during during his uh, during his campaign, when uh, everybody said he was making fun of the uh, reporter or whatever that was paralyzed or no no what was it. They say he was making fun of like mentally handicapped people. Yeah, he did the whole thing. Yeah, he d- he did the whole thing. I'm 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 a little bit concerned that if the leash breaks, he might try and pull something like that against Joe. I mean, I th- and then and then his campaign manager is going to sit there going, "Fuck, that's a twenty point dip in the stock." I you know I I could actually I'm going to paint a very specific scenario, and I could see this happening. Notice he said specific and not Pacific. Yeah. So here's what's going to happen. <laughs> the moderator is going to ask Joe Biden a question, right? And Joe Biden's going to start talking and trailing off. And when he starts trailing off, he's going to kind of turn around and start walking away from the podium. <laughs> and Trump's going to just kind of look over at him, walk over there, tap him on the shoulder and be like, hey, man, podium's this way. <laughs> <laughs> kind of guide him back to the podium. <laughs> There you go, buddy. <laughs> Will someone put a freaking bell on him? <laughs> oh, God. I can damn. see that happening. Like That's very specific. And 10 points to Gryffindor if it happens. <laughs> <laughs> are we going are, are we, are we to run a book now on the, on, on the debates? <laughs> not about who's going to win or lose the debate, just whether or not, you know. That's what we need to, we need to turn it into a game of shots. <laughs> yes. Every time, every time Biden talks about how much he loves children, take a shot. Every time Biden says, look fat, listen here fat, or call somebody a dog-faced pony soldier, you take two shots. <laughs> and if Trump has to go over and guide Biden back to the podium. Finish the bottle. you got to finish the whole <laughs> bottle. <laughs> Fuck it, I don't care if you're only one shot in. you got to turn that, that motherfucker the, up. Take it to the face. Because <laughs> I called that shit. And I will. I will fucking drink that whole bottle, smash it, and go, woo! Call so it. if that happens, what 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 is there? Uh, three debates scheduled? Yeah, but they don't even want to do those. Like the Democrats are like, please, for the love of God, don't let him debate. There there are three scheduled presidential debates. So that's going to run through all three debates. If that one event occurs at any time during any of the three debates, if the three debates occur. We are going to video Matt chugging an entire fucking bottle. What what are we gonna shoot? What, what are we gonna be shooting? Uh, Glenn Livett? No, no, no. If I'm, if I'm if Johnny I'm, Walker. 
No, I don't want to go expensive with it. Come on now. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) Especially if I got to take it to the face. (laughs) That just hurts me. Evan Williams? Oh, no, that's too cheap. I was thinking like like SoCo or something. Eh, SoCo's not bad. Fucking fucking single barrel Jack or some shit. No. We got to have something good. We got some Gentleman's Jack. Gentleman Jack would be. Okay. All right. So if at any time during the three debates, Trump has to guide Joe back to the podium because he's trailed off and got lost. Matt will chug an entire fifth or a, or are we going to do a fifth or a pint? I don't know. Let's do a fifth. We'll do a fifth. 750 milliliters, an entire fifth of Gentleman's Jack. We're going to record Matt chugging that and we'll put it on the Facebook page. And it's going to end poorly for me. And then I'll have to take Matt to the hospital with alcohol poisoning. No, I won't get alcohol poisoning, but I'm going to puke. Oh, my (laughs) God. Shit is going to get real. We might record that, too. (laughs) Look, I have drank almost an entire half gallon of Southern Comfort by myself. So I can take a whole fifth to the face and be fine. It's the aftermath (laughs) that's going to suck. It's that, you know, fucking... Calling Ralph that I don't like. <laughs> calling some dinosaurs. <laughs> no, that's how I got my first car. They, they say whatever you say when you when you puke is the first car you get, and I apparently said puke. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. That's how you wind up with the fucking Regal. <laughs> I don't remember the Regal. <laughs> I didn't have a Regal. <laughs> David Wharton did though. <laughs> oh. And a Skylark. <laughs> he said puke a lot. <laughs> Yeah, yours went four. Yes, Gort. <laughs> Focus. <laughs> Gremlin. <laughs> yeah. I said some fucked up shit when I was puking. It was bad. Oh, oh man. The debates are going to be fun. I can't wait to see it. Yeah, because uh, Joe Biden is not a master debater. No, he is not. <laughs> not even sure if he still remembers how to master debate. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good old play on words. Yep, that's uh <laughs> But Trump is a cunning linguist from what I hear. Oh. <laughs> ah, there you go. Uh-huh. Okay, okay, sidebar, sidebar. Oh shit. <laughs> Hopping down the rabbit trail. <laughs> Let me tell you. So, uh this is this has been several years back. I'm talking like 10 at least a decade ago. I decided one morning, you know, I'm up super fucking early. I'm going to go get breakfast at Jack's. You're an old man. I just wanted some fucking biscuit and gravy. They have the best. They do have some bomb-ass biscuits and gravy. The best. Fucking everyone says so. Ask Trump. So, I go in. I get my biscuit and gravy. I sit down at the table. And I'm, you know, scrolling through things, you know, like like I'm one to do. All right. Selfie time, I guess. All right. So, uh, if you don't know anything about Jack's because you're not from the South, that's where the old people meet. And you will hear some fucked up things at Jack's at five in the morning. Case in point, I'm sitting in my booth, minding my own business. There's a group of older gentlemen sitting in front of me. And clear as fucking day, I hear this old ass man telling his friends, well, guys, I have successfully masturbated three times this week and i was like what the fuck (laughs) (laughs) 
That's some shit you don't hear every fucking day. Way to go. So, yeah, that's my sidebar about random shit old people say. Oh, Jesus. Okay, so moving moving on from all of that, um, I do kind of want to talk about uh, I do kind of want to talk about this for a minute. Um, I just saw it for the first time yesterday. As a matter of fact, I sent it to you, and apparently, this has been circulating around for a minute. And this is legit. I did look into this. This is an article dated January eleventh, two thousand seventeen. The headline says Fauci. As in Anthony Fauci, as in don't wear a mask, wear a mask, wear a mask, but I don't have to wear a mask. Yeah, that guy. Says Fauci, no <clears throat> doubt Trump will face surprise infectious disease outbreak. Again, this was dated January 11th, 2017. Well, if you think about it, then you know, he said in 2017, three years before 2020. Right? Well, every hundred years, like clockwork, we get one. Yeah. I mean, you know, we had like like 1920 or, you know, so. Yeah, maybe. 2020, I, don't know. I think 1820 was one. It was like 1918 for the, for the Spanish flu. Yeah, yeah. But it stretched to like 1920. So it says, Anthony S. Fauci, MD, director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, says there is, quote, no doubt, end quote, Donald J. Trump will be confronted with a surprise infectious disease outbreak during his presidency. Fauci has led the NIAID for more than three decades, advising the past five United States presidents on global health threats from the early days of the AIDS AIDS epidemic in the 1980s through to the current Zika virus outbreak. Zika. Yeah. Well, you got to remember 2017. (laughs) Zika. Was anyone worried about Zika? I don't think so. I mean, okay. Okay. Show of hands. Bird flu. Right. Wasn't worried about it. No. Anybody worried about uh, swine flu? H1N1. Swine flu. No. Uh, The Ebola outbreak. No. Uh, Let's see. Zika. Mm, No. Uh, Coronavirus. Not so much. All right, cool. So, uh, every disease that has come out in the past, I don't know, decade, I've been like, fuck you. Until I start seeing motherfuckers on the street cracking open and bleeding, I don't give a fuck. During a forum on pandemic preparedness at Georgetown University, Fauci said the Trump administration will not only be challenged by ongoing global health threats such as influenza and HIV, but also a surprise disease outbreak. Now, wasn't it the facility in Wuhan where this coronavirus outbreak supposedly began? Yeah, that's that's the that's the rumor. Didn't President Obama and Dr. Fauci make a trip to to Wuhan at some point during the Obama presidency? You know, that's what they say, but I don't know if that actually happened. Well, let's just look and see real quick. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look it up real quick. You going to look it up? I'm looking it up. So give me some filler. Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I work. 
let's see here. Let's see. This is from USA Today. It says, fact check. Uh, it says, uh, viral photo shows Obama Fauci visiting NIH lab in 2014, not a Wuhan lab in 2015. Uh, let's see the picture here. Uh, let's see. Uh, then again, it is USA Today. Well, if it's USA Today, I would actually believe it. I mean, and, and they the, have been known to... Well, the reason I say that is because they are a pretty leftist publication. They pretty much step in line for the Democrats. So if they're even saying that Fauci and Obama went, then they probably went. Well, no, it's not saying that they went. It's saying that they went to an NIH lab, not a lab in Wuhan. Yeah. <clears throat> well, it is admitting that they went to a lab, though. Yes, and it, and it does show a very Chinese-looking woman talking to them. But, you know, like I said, I don't think if they did go to a lab, they wouldn't have said which lab they were going to. Right. They kind of like to keep the president's movements abroad pretty secret, unless it's like a public meeting for a photo op. Like, if he's meeting the prime minister of, of Israel, everybody going to know about that. Well, yeah. But if he's going to a lab of some sort that could... Uh, you know, be directly attacked by people that want to do harm to our leader. They're going to keep that under wraps. But you know, still, I think I think if that's a, I think that's a, I mean, that's not that's not like a that's not like a Miss Cleo prediction. Are you sure? Uh, that's not a Miss Cleo. You know, you're going to die in the future kind of prediction. I mean, that's a pretty specific. You know, I mean, yeah, he says at some point during his presidency. And, I mean, <laughs> the way it's looking could be a total of eight years. Well, not eight. I mean, I would like to point out that coronavirus didn't become a thing until... Well, no, no, no. I'm saying the Trump presidency, the way things are looking, probably going to be eight years long. Yeah, but what I'm saying is coronavirus wasn't a thing until the last year, right before election time. Yeah, and it didn't really become a thing until right after impeachment failed. Yeah. Hmm. But it, it like I said, didn't become here here's my prediction. Um if Trump wins, then we get four more years of coronavirus. If Biden wins, coronavirus will magically disappear by January. Exactly. That that's that's I'm calling it. I'm trying to find this this one thing that I sent you that kind of goes in line with what we were just talking about. There it was the thing uh, from Trey Gowdy. Well, may have been Trey Gowdy. I wouldn't I wouldn't have put it past Trey Gowdy to have said this. I know you know the one that I'm talking about. Uh, vaguely, remember what you're talking about. Uh, it, it 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 detailed all of the. Uh, all the things that failed. Yeah, you know, we have coronavirus magically showing up right after impeachment failed. We had impeachment right after this. We had this right after, uh, you know, the the whole Russia investigation Russia thing. Collusion, you know, and then we had it. that because Hillary lost the election. Yeah, well, see, I think what happened was 
uh, I think it was like uh, re- they had like audio recordings from people in Ukraine, uh, like government officials in Ukraine, and they like on record were saying, if Hillary wins the election, that's good for us. If Trump wins the election, that's good for the American people, uh, because Hillary's a globalist. She was getting money from countries all over the world. Like, she didn't see a dime until that brief stint where she wasn't a politician. Like, when between Secretary of State and her loss to uh, Donald Trump, that's when all that money started rolling into the Clinton Foundation from other countries. So, that's a problem. But, I, you know, I don't think Trump was supposed to win. Hillary was supposed to win the presidency. And she was supposed to keep doing what our presidents have been doing. Selling us out to China. Selling us out to overseas interest. You know, shit like that. Well, the American people kind of threw a fucking wrench in that plan. And we were like, nah, fuck that bitch. We're going to fucking, we're, we're going to fucking vote for the Cheeto. And Donald Trump becomes president. And all the fucking people across the world are like, you got to be fucking shitting me. This motherfucker. He had a 1%, and he, god damn it, now what are we going to do? Oh, oh yeah, that's right. America can impeach their officials. We'll get him impeached. And so they kept trying to get him impeached, and they couldn't fucking do it. And now they're going, okay, god damn it, oh fucking shit, he he could have four more fucking years? Well, what the fuck, man? How are we going to make any money if this motherfucker taking shit away from us? Because what's Trump doing? He's bringing back essential manufacturing from China. Yep. He's shutting down fucking TikTok. Yep. Which fucks China over. Yep. He is bringing back shit. He, the, we're, we're, we are borderline on the cusp of a fucking war with China. Yes. All because he said, fuck you, America first, goddammit. And that's the way it should be. Yes, you America first. Not politicians first. Not foreign interests first. America first. Well, okay, case in point, you don't hear Benjamin Netanyahu go on fucking TV in fucking Israel and go, this is what we're doing to help all these other countries fuck the people that voted for me. No, you hear him go talk to his constituents and be like, hey, you know, this is what I'm doing for you so we can make your life safer. You hear that from every other politician in the goddamn world except for the fucking American president. You just, all you hear about is all our humanitarian efforts across the world. I don't give a fuck about people across the world. I give a fuck about the people that live here. You know, it's, it's that whole thing about, um, you know, it, if I was your neighbor and I haven't cut my yard for three weeks, you haven't cut your yard for three weeks and I'm over at your front door bitching about how your yard work and how how your yard looks. You haven't cut your yard for fucking three weeks. You need to mow your yard. I need to take care of my shit first before I start coming to you and saying you need to fix your shit. Exactly. And that is precisely what Trump is trying to do. People want to bitch about, oh, he's trying to build a wall. Okay. Let's think about this. Is he trying to build a wall because he hates Mexicans? Nope. No. He's trying to build a wall because unchecked illegal immigration is a strain on the American economy. Absolutely. Also, also, 
how do you think Mexican cartels get their drugs over here? Hmm. They don't always fly them. They don't always put them on boats. Sometimes it's just as easy as driving across the border. Hmm. Also, also. That's why I am still for the idea of having a fucking minefield at the border. How do you think children getting trafficked into Mexico get there? You can't exactly put a missing person on a goddamn commercial plane. It'd be a lot easier to just stuff them in the back of a truck and drive them across the border. Hmm. So you put that wall up, it cracks down on drugs coming in. It cracks down on the illegal immigration, which is putting a strain on the American economy, and it makes it harder for people trafficking in children to get them out of the fucking country. But what do we know? We're just a couple of fucking dumb redneck hillbillies from fucking corner and bum fucked and you got a purdy mouth Alabama. But all all you see is, oh, he's putting a wall up. He's racist against Mexicans. No. He's actively trying to help the American people. Is he a brash, pedantic bastard? Yes. Yes, he is. But do you think maybe sometimes that's what we need? Hmm. Pedantic. <laughs> pedantic. <laughs> well, I find it to be shallow and pedantic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, family guy. Uh, we learn words from cartoons. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, seriously, that, that sometimes that's what you need. You need someone to say, listen, you're stupid, and I'm going to show you why you're stupid. And then he shows you X, Y, and Z, and you go, Oh yeah, but you know, with I am stupid with with progressives like that, you can't show them that they're stupid. <laughs> no, they live in these little echo chambers where they're the smartest person in the bubble, because they're the only person in the bubble. You know, we 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 show information based off of fact, not emotion. Yeah, because we know truth hurts. Well, you can be emotional about something. And also be factually correct about that thing. Yes. But the problem is, uh, it's really hard to argue from an emotional position. Yeah, when you're when you're trying to, you're right. Um, arguing with emotion is 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 a slippery slope. Yeah, because you start off with the best of intentions. You're like, okay, I'm going to use this point, and if he says this, I'm going to say this, and then when he says this, I'm going to say this, and then he says something that pisses you off, and you just, the fucking, the, the, the switch flips, and you're like, well, you're a fucking Nazi. Huh? We were talking about goddamn Dungeons and Dragons. What the fuck? <laughs> I just said I thought I'd be a better dungeon master than you. How the fuck did I become a Nazi? We're, I'm a goddamn orc. What the fuck? Orcs can't be Nazis. <laughs> this is how those conversations go. You start with something completely innocent and it becomes your fucking Nazi. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm guilty of the same thing because I am very passionate about the Second Amendment. I'm very passionate about constitutional rights, period. But more specifically, the Second Amendment. I would, I would, Dave Chappelle said it best. You know, that First Amendment is all well and good. They got that second one there just in case the first one doesn't work out. And the second one helps. And like I said, I'm very passionate about the Second Amendment. In 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 the years since I have began um, arguing the pro side of it, I've, I have become more logical, more like Spock when it comes to arguing 
about the Second Amendment. I definitely approach it with a logic standpoint. Um, but early on, I, I was very emotional and passionate about it. And yeah. it, it led to some name calling and almost some punches being thrown. Yeah, it's that's why I don't try. I try not to argue from an emotional position, even if it's a touchy subject. Like uh, I can talk to anybody about religion, guns, abortion, anything, and I don't get angry because I'm going to use logic and I'm going to use facts. And the moment you call me a Nazi, I win. Yes, the moment you resort to name calling and an argument, debate, whatever. You just lost. Yeah, and I love it. That's my favorite thing. It's when I present people with with logical, factual arguments that they can't def- refute, and they go, well, you're a Nazi. And I go, thanks for the debate. I'll take that as another win. Or my favorite one here as of late is you're a racist. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. That's all they can resort to. <laughs> you're a racist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. I don't like what you said about Jermaine Johnson. You're a racist. <laughs> okay. Well, fucking give me a white hood then. I guess I'm racist. Fucking goddamn. Got I mean, one from, got one from a horse too. <laughs> I mean, fucking fact is fact. He said what he said. There's no changing it. It's on video. But yeah, I, I love. Uh, I love it. It, it makes me happy because. <laughs> I, but I re- my favorite thing, though, is when someone has an actual good point and I have to go, oh, shit, how can I fucking refute that? I love that. It's a thought exercise for me. Like my go-to used to be uh, when, when they're talking about like gun rights and stuff, and I'd be like, well, you know, uh, they had fully automatic weapons in the Civil War, which is true. They did. But those said fully automatic weapons in the Civil War didn't fire anywhere near as fast as the ones we have today. Um, I think, if I'm not mistaken, the hand crank Gatling gun fired up to two to three hundred rounds a minute. Yeah, we're smoking that. I mean, yeah, I can I can cycle my fucking trigger faster than two to three hundred rounds a minute. <laughs> yeah, we're smoking that with today's technology. So you know, you know, people. I, I actually had a guy come back and say, um, actually, they did, but they didn't function the same. They were way slower. And I was like, oh, goddamn, he's right. They were slower. I was like, yeah, but slower doesn't mean safer, fucker. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. You almost had me with that fucking slower shit. And then I remembered that bullets still kill no matter how quickly they come out the fucking barrel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, the last thing we're going to talk about here. Everybody, I'm sure, everybody remembers Richard Brooks. If you don't remember who Rayshard Brooks is, he was the gentleman who fell asleep in his car in the Wendy's drive-thru in Atlanta, and when cops tried to arrest him for a suspected DUI, he fought with the cops, ran away. Well, before running away, uh, he stole one of the officer's tasers, started to run away, turned back, fired the taser, and then got shot in the back. Yeah. Couple times. Couple times. Uh, I, think it, I think they said it was three rounds fired, two of them struck him in the back. I want to know where that third one went. Um, into a tree, maybe? We're hoping a tree. Hope, Hopefully. So, the officer who shot Rayshard Brooks is uh, Garrett Rolfe. 
and he was terminated by the Atlanta Police Department. Not just him. His mom got fired, too. Oh, his mother worked for APD? No. She worked for a completely different company. She was like a realtor or some shit. And she was defending him on social media, and they fired her. Oh, shit. I had not heard that. Yeah. Or it was, it wasn't his, maybe it was his mother-in-law, but it was somebody in his family that it was either his mother or his mother-in-law got fired for defending him online. Well, uh, the former Atlanta police officer, this is an article from The Blaze. Uh, it says the former Atlanta police officer who was charged with murder after fatally shooting Rayshard Brooks during an attempted DUI arrest has sued the city's mayor and acting police chief saying the officials illegally fired him before conducting an investigation into the incident. True. Yes, he was terminated before an investigation was completed. Actually, I think it was before the investigation was even started. Yeah, they were like, oh, shot black guy, you're fired. Huh? <laughs> you got to investigate that, don't you? And he, he was terminated, as we said, before the investigation was conducted. Um, that, that, <laughs> whatever happened to innocent until proven guilty? It's guilty until proven innocent. We flipped it. We, we switched the flip? Yeah, we, we switched the flip. We switched the flip. So you are now, bear in mind, ladies and gentlemen, this is the society that we are in today. The presumption of innocence is gone. It's now the presumption of guilt. You are now guilty until proven <laughs> innocent by a court of law. Unless you're an Antifa rioter. Yes, unless you're an Antifa rioter. Yeah, then you're then you're innocent until proven guilty. Then you're innocent some more. Yeah. Which I, I have receipts for that one, but we'll, <laughs> we'll stay on this one. Um, it says, uh, Rolf and his former partner, Devin Brosnan, responded to a call on June 12th at Wendy's, where Brooks had allegedly fallen asleep in his vehicle in the restaurant's drive-thru. You know, I'd believe it, because if I'm not mistaken, wasn't it at, like, Two thirty, three o'clock in the morning. And he was drunk. Yeah. I tend to fall asleep when I'm drunk. Um, I have actually fallen asleep in the drive-thru. I wasn't drunk. I'd just been on the road all goddamn day and I was tired. I too have fallen asleep in the drive-thru. I was drunk. No. I wasn't driving, <laughs> but I was drunk as fuck. So it says video footage of the incident shows... That as Brooks attempted to flee, he turned around and attempted to fire the taser at Rolf, who responded by firing three rounds from his service weapon at Brooks. Two of the shots hit Brooks in the back, killing him. The next day, Rolf was fired. Yeah, you can't do an investigation in 12 hours. No. Unless the only way they could have done the investigation in 12 hours is if the cop had walked up to, re to his car, said, hey... Fuck black people and shot him in the face. Yeah, that, that's pretty open and shut. <laughs> then you can just be like, well, he's obviously a racist. We should fire this man and charge him with murder. Yeah, that's that's pretty open and shut right there. But considering how that specific event didn't happen, you have to investigate it, which means he goes on paid administrative leave because that's yep. usually what happens with a when, you, when a cop has to shoot their weapon. Yep. They go on paid administrative leave. They investigate it. If it's a good shooting, they return to work. If it's a bad shooting, they get fired and charged. Yes. Uh, it says the lawsuit claims Rolf has suffered irreparable injury to his personal and professional repu reputation as a result of his unlawful dismissal and that he has become a public spectacle and object of ridicule, adding that his unlawful termination was unnecessarily public and has attracted national media attention. Yeah. 
It also argues that Rolf has not been treated the same as other officers who have been charged with crimes. The former officer is seeking to be reinstated to his old position at the department with full back pay. Yeah. You know, I truthfully, if I were in that situation, I wouldn't want to go back to work for that department. I would demand the back pay, absolutely. Oh, yeah, I would demand the pay, but I would not want to work for them. Because they, the moment that they fired you, they were siding with the mob. Yes. And if they'll side with the mob once, they'll do it again. Uh, now, it does go on to say, Rolf is also currently at risk of being sent back behind bars as he awaits trial. The Associated Press reported prosecutors received an email Monday afternoon from one of Rolf's attorneys notifying them that Rolf had traveled to Florida for vacation, according to the motion to revoke his bond. A location report from the company that owns the ankle monitor Rolf is wearing shows that he left home early Sunday and was in Daytona Beach. Prosecutors aren't aware of him having been granted permission to travel, and they argue that Rolf has clearly shown that he will not abide by the conditions of bond imposed by the court. Now, here's my situation with that. When did he put in the request to travel is the first thing. Second... Was the, you know, if, if he gave proper notice, say, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going out of town for 4th of July weekend. We're just using that as an as example. Say, I'm planning to go out of town 4th of July weekend and I give you two weeks notice. Two weeks is plenty of fucking time to say yay or nay. Yeah, definitely. But you're also talking about government agencies that... If I, if, I, if I give you two weeks' notice of my intention to travel and you don't come back to me, it's kind of the same way as um, a waiting hold for purchasing a firearm. There's a, you, know, you go in, you fill out the form, they submit it, and they put you on a three-day waiting hold. If they don't come back after three days with a response, then the firearm seller has the legal right to sell you the firearm. Yeah. Now, are you ready for me to bring some receipts? Are you ready for this? Oh, we have receipts. All right, so he's potentially going to go to jail for basically crossing state lines without permission. Yes. Um, He was already fired because of the incident, which they didn't even really investigate before they fired him. Yes. Ready for this? In New York City, a Black Lives Matter supporter got caught trying to cut the goddamn brake lines on a police cruiser, well, a police van. He actually got up under it. He cut something. It wasn't the brake line, but he cut something. Got out from under it. Got back in the vehicle with a police informant. Driving away, he gets arrested. He'd also talked about making plans to to sabotage the Verrazano Bridge. Do you know what the Verrazano Bridge is? Uh, I've heard of it. It's the bridge that connects Staten Island to Brooklyn. Yes. And he wanted to destroy that bridge or sabotage it to make sure that white supremacists couldn't get from Staten Island to Brooklyn. Okay? So this man got arrested by NYPD. Released without bail by a judge. The feds had to pick him up for him to get any kind of penalty. The fucking FBI had to come in and go, okay, well, since you sabotaged the police cruiser and police cruisers cross state lines... That gives that that gives us jurisdiction, because that's the only way the FBI can come in. You mm-hmm. have to commit a crime across state lines. It's a vehicle that crosses state lines, so they were like jurisdiction. 
But yeah, so a Black Lives Matter protester or rioter or activist or whatever the fuck you want to call them can climb under a cop's vehicle, attempt to cut the brake lines, and start talking about how he's got all these plans to sabotage the Verrazano Bridge, which is probably one of the biggest suspension bridges in the country, and he gets released without bail. But this guy who was doing his job can't cross state lines. I mean, that's almost like an internet comedian can be charged with inciting a riot and have the charges dropped. Yeah. Looking at you, Jermaine Johnson. That's that whole rules for thee, but not for me. Hmm. We're expected to follow all these rules because we're just little cogs in the wheel. But nobody else has to follow them. Looking at you, Anthony Fauci, with your mask pulled the fuck down. As you're sitting in the stands at the baseball game. Not social distancing. I think Walmart has given up on trying to make me wear a mask. I think Walmart's given up on trying to make a lot of people wear a mask. I saw like 17 motherfuckers in there today without a mask. I was surprised to see you in there today with a mask. The only reason I put that bitch on was because I was going in there to get money. And I didn't want to get arrested before I got the money. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I'm getting my motherfucking money. Put this goddamn mask on and get this fucking money. You know, I, I, I went in there... Uh, of course, the last episode I talked about it, I went in there twice, and the same day, within a 10-minute window, walked through the front door, got one of the electric scooters from my mother, drove it outside to her, and then walked inside with her, and the guy handing out the mask both times, sir, are you going to wear a mask? No. Second time, sir, you want that mask now? No. <laughs> no, you still don't want it. This time, no one even offered me a mask. They didn't, have any, they didn't even have any masks out there. Like, there was just two guys sitting there. Yeah, they were talking. They were the same yeah, two guys that yeah. were there when I went in. Yeah, just two guys standing there talking, and I just walked in right past them and didn't say two fucking words to me. Yeah, I think I just don't think they care anymore. I, th- I think they've realized that um, your, your, your little threats to call the cops isn't working. Yeah, it probably doesn't work on anybody. It probably really doesn't. Because, like, if I was walking through there, like, let's say – I was walking through there and I was fixing to put my mask on, but I hadn't got it on yet. And he was like, if you don't put your mask on, I'm going to call the cops. I'm like, well, now I'm not gonna. <laughs> I was like gonna, a boss. I was going to put it on, but then you said some shit. Now I'm just not gonna. If you don't put your mask on, I'm going to call the cops. I'm like a boss. <laughs> Go ahead. Call them. I may be here when they get here. I may not. Depends on how much shopping I got to do. I mean, I'm a man. I can be headed out of Walmart in five minutes. And average response time for nonviolent confrontation for Fort Payne PD is at least 12 minutes. Well, see, that would have backfired on your ass today because as I was pulling out, two police officers were pulling into Murphy's. So that would have backfired (laughs) on you today. It still would have taken them 12 minutes to respond. (laughs) Probably. They'd be like, fuck, we just got our Red Bulls. (laughs) Fuck this. I'm drinking this. Nobody's shot. Fuck them. (laughs) No one's throwing punches. I'm not in a hurry. Even if they're throwing punches, if nobody's getting shot, fuck them. <laughs> they're going to sit there and finish their fucking coffee. <laughs> if I don't hear gunshots or see somebody running with a bag full of cash, I ain't fucking getting out of this car with this goddamn coffee. <laughs> I couldn't be a cop. <laughs> I just couldn't. <laughs> They'd be like, uh, "We all units respond. Well, what's going on? Fight? Who, who's fighting? 
two guys at a bar. What are they fighting about? (laughs) (laughs) I need context, goddammit. Do we have a description of the individuals? Uh, First individual, the aggressor, he's six foot four, 240 pounds. Uh, The uh, victim is. Uh, five seven, one hundred and forty pounds. My money's on the aggressor. <laughs> yeah, I got, I got, uh, I got my, my money's on two tall Jones. Uh, yeah, I just, I couldn't be a cop. I'd have too many fucking questions for dispatch. They would get pissed off. <laughs> like, are you gonna respond? No, you haven't answered my questions. God damn it! I need to know things before I just go showing up. <laughs> go all Freud on them. Why should I respond? <laughs> but why? <laughs> that is the question. No, I Why just, should I go to this domestic violence call? Like now, I kind of want to be a cop <laughs> just so I can <laughs> fuck with dispatch. We had a robbery in progress. Why do you suppose he's robbing them? Come in, radio. Don't call me radio. <laughs> say car ramrod. Say car ramrod. ramrod. <laughs> you didn't say it. I didn't. I didn't think about it. I wrote it on the thing. Oh yeah. <laughs> Dude, I'd meow the fuck out of people. <laughs> Shit, for 20 bucks, I'll call the guy a chicken fucker. License and registration, chicken fucker. Easy, Farva. Easy, Farva. License and registration, chicken fucker. Yeah. We watch a lot of Super Troopers. Oh, oh, he's texting. Oh, yeah, my mom's actually calling me right now. Oh, okay. All right, well, then we're going to wrap this up so he can go talk to his mommy. So don't forget to go on our Facebook page and look us up at Two Beards Talking. Like us, follow us, interact with us. Let us know what you uh, thought of tonight's show. Don't forget the, the little thing that we've got going on for the debates. If Trump has to guide Joe back to the podium during any of the three debates, bottle of Gentleman Jack, all of it going into Matt's tum-tum. I love how, like, I made a specific rule for a drinking game, and it became only me that has to do it. Well, I'm the one that has to be responsible. Yeah, I don't like that either. (laughs) I would rather us both fucking chug a bottle of fucking Jack Daniels and then fucking come whatever may. (laughs) God damn it. You being the responsible one scares me. I have a sick mother I have to take care of. Yeah. Yeah, you can do that drunk. No, I, I mean, I probably could, but... <laughs> Just saying. Like, I mean, you're the one who threw it out there, so you're the one that has to do it. I put in a specific rule. You said, if this thing happens, you have to drink. If this thing happens, you have to drink. I was like, and then if this thing happens because you were so specific, you have to drink. Yeah, but I don't shouldn't have to be the only one that does it. I feel like everybody should have to fucking film themselves <laughs> doing this. <laughs> so we'll do we'll do it like this. Um, we got some goodies coming down the pike here pretty soon. So if this event occurs and we're going to film Matt doing this, if you film yourselves chugging a bottle of whatever liquor, but we have to sh- you have to show us you cracking the seal. We want to know for a fact that you know you didn't just pour it out because that would just be disheartening, and then you replace it with some you know apple juice or whatever. Yeah. 
you know, we have to see you cracking the seal on this. So you got to film yourself, crack the seal, turn the bottle up and chug it. If you do that and post it to our Facebook page, we got some goodies we're going to send you. Provided you don't die of alcohol poisoning. Yes. Uh, please drink responsibly if you do this. Do not drink and drive. If you drive, don't drink. If she's... Uh... <laughs> if you think she's spunky, wrap your monkey. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was about to go fucking libo brief there for a minute. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no. Wrap it before you tap it, and if she's dirty, wrap it twice <laughs> yeah no this is, this is not the time <laughs> we are not going on leave god damn it so yes if that happens please 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 drink responsibly um if you don't feel like you can handle it you don't have to do it we're not saying you have to do it matt has to do it but we're not saying y'all have it. to do it <laughs> but if you do decide to do it like i said show yourself cracking the seal we want to know it's a legit bottle of alcohol and post it to the Facebook page. We got some goodies coming out we're going to send y'all if you do it. Also, yes, if you'll go on Anchor and give us your donations there, $0.99, cents, $4.99 or $9.99, you're also going to receive some Two Beards Talking goodies. Yep, sure going to happen. Part of it's going to be Matt's beard when he shaves it off. <laughs> the fuck you say? Kiss <laughs> my ass. Shave off your goddamn beard. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> Nobody's getting beard. <laughs> All right. New bet coming down. All right. What is it? New bet coming down. For the election. If Joe Biden wins, we have to shave our heads. Our heads? Our heads. Not our beards, our heads. Wait, wait. What if there's massive election fraud? If Joe Biden legit wins the election... Well, we won't know. It's mail-in voting. Well, we, they, they could just be like, oh, nope, no Republicans voted. <laughs> Burn them. <laughs> See, it's kind of hard. If Joe Biden wins the election, we have to shave our heads, and we have to film ourselves doing it. We're going to put it on the Facebook page. But it has to be a legitimate goddamn win. Exactly. No cheating. It's the Democrats. They're going to cheat. I yeah, that Well, yeah, they did it, and they still couldn't win. So, But, I'm, but they still did it. Look, my hair is like my third best quality. <laughs> your feet are your first. <laughs> no, my eyes. Liar. I got pretty blue eyes, man. I'm looking at them right now and they're brown. You're full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, anybody that knows me knows that I have blue eyes. <laughs> so, yes, if Joe Biden wins the election, we will film ourselves shaving our heads. Yeah, that'll happen. But it's not going to be with electric clippers. The fuck it won't. No. Nope. <laughs> you come near me with a straight razor, I'm going to shoot you. Oh, it's not going to be a straight razor. <laughs> Sheep shears. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. This has been a great show. I had fun with this one tonight. So. Yeah, it was fun. Again, Facebook, Two Beards Talking. Like us, follow us, interact with us. Look for that content coming down. If you become one of our donors, we're going to send some goodies out your way. So uh, if you go on there and you decide to sign up, be sure you send us a message on our Facebook page and let us know an address that we can send the stuff out to you. Um, again, a big shout out to our troops, to the men and women serving overseas and on the home front. We appreciate everything y'all are doing for us. Keep up the good work. Come home safe. We're all rooting for you here back home. This has been Two Beards Talking. I'm Daniel Sanders. And I'm Sandy Koufax, a.k.a. Matt Lasseter. Thanks for listening, everybody.